Do we not serve an awesome God? I know that y'all want to get into this Bible study, um, but I'm caught in between a hard and a rock play, uh, a rock and a hard place, in that I'm caught in between wanting to worship the Rock of Ages. One of the greatest areas of deliverance, JT, that people miss out on is worship. Worship is legitimately the most underrated, underutilized, and undervalued tool in worship or in, in deliverance. Worship, worship is, is it's powerful. It's not just who you are and it's not just letting him know who he is. But it comes down to the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. How much greater and stronger can you be in pulling down a stronghold than worshiping the one true most high God? We've had demons levitate. People have levitated in our deliverances and everything. And I'm telling you, as sure as a witch doctor or a warlock or a witch or the like can float and make things, you know, do this and throw across the room. I'm telling you right now, when I do this, when I say I surrender all, regardless of what manifestations may be happening in or around me, may be happening in or around other people, may be happening within myself, the moment I do this, the moment I surrender all JT, demons flee. They ain't got nothing against the weapon of worship. They've got nothing against a worship warrior that knows how to wage war properly in worship. Worship is not just singing and it's not just a lifestyle because lifestyles are like fashion styles and they go out of style. But worship is my life. Worship is your life. Worship is our portion. Worship is boldness in the kingdom of God. Worship is a violence of action against the enemy. Worship is violence of action towards the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Why? Because I will violently worship him. When I violently, I have that somber time, that quiet time, that intimate time of worship. But sometimes my worship is so violent. It brings forth such power and it destroys demonic destinies and uproots demonic trees. My worship, your worship, people of God. We need to get to the point where we're like, you know what? I know that we got a... Uh, we got a Bible study that we got to go into, JT, and tonight's word's great. Go and get you a legal pad or something. Go get a pen and paper. Yep, yeah, we're going to get into it. But the people of God need to understand and know. And I know that people didn't want to hear me sing. I don't care. Um, my, my give a darn meter is completely broken. You want to know why? I don't worship you. I don't worship you on TikTok. I don't worship you on YouTube. I don't worship you on Facebook. I don't worship my wife as hard as that's that's hard because she's excellent at everything she does. I don't worship my wife. I don't worship my children. I don't worship myself. I don't worship my work. Therefore, what you have to say to me against me or even for me does not matter to me because my worship is reserved for the most high God. When you understand and you take time out of your day to say, you know what, Lord, I've been reacting a lot lately. 
have I been in prayer today? Yeah, I have prayed. Have I spent time praying in the spirit? Yeah, I, I spent time praying in the spirit. Why am I so raw? Have you worshiped today? Have you just taken a moment and said, you know what? Let me get some. And I'm not talking about something. No, I'm, mm -mm. thank you, Lord. I'm not talking about soaking music. I'm talking about getting some worship music on that talks about nothing other than surrender, submission, posterity and prostrate before God talking about all of who he is and, and nothing about who you are. Other than you obeying and surrendering and submitting to him. Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present yourselves a living sacrifice, your hands, your eyes, your teeth, your mouth, your ears, your head, your feet, your legs, your arms, your entire body, a living sacrifice unto God, holy and acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable act of what? This is, my, this is my time to get on. It's reasonable act of worship. That's right. Yes, sir. To worship our whole entire body. Okay. So, oh, look at you. You did the picture in picture. Yeah, I, got, I got the picture. Of the, <laughs> look at that. that I, I, I have to say, someone. So, right when you started, uh, someone already asked a couple things. They, uh, why is your arm wrapped? And then someone said, okay, I didn't know Pasta could sing. So I was like, all right, cool. All right. So to answer a few different things, um, maybe this is this right here. This might spawn a video part three of why Christians shouldn't have tattoos. <laughs> I love you, Apostle Bagani. Um, th this right here is a brand new tattoo. My tattoo artist name is Stockpot. Ooh, Jesus. His name is Stockpot. 40 quarts. 40 quart Stockpot. And he tattooed me on Saturday mm. right at my daughter's quinceanera. Stock That's a pretty pot. good I deal. Mean, he, he hooked it up. How much was it? 40 quarts. <laughs> Cost 40 quarts. Stockpot, the best tattooer in town. Go holler at him. It's so good that I had to go to the urgent care today mm. to go get some silver, whatever it's called. Because uh, everybody's always like, oh, oh, you got a tattoo. I can't believe you got another tattoo. Or the greatest freight. Oh, um, are those, uh, those earrings on your ears? <laughs> yes, they are. I've had them for like 17 years. I just decided to wear them now. Mm. Uh, well, longer than that. Anyways, it's not a tattoo, people of God. I got a third degree steam burn from making pollo guisado for my daughter's quinceanera on Saturday. And I usually leave the pot off just a little so that there's no steam buildup. Well, I was running around and doing everything, making sure that the food was done. I made like over a thousand tacos, probably. I mean, close. It was. We, I, I bought all the, the street tacos from Hannaford's. I mean, they're, they're packs of 50 and I bought 25 packs. So you do the math. It was, I, I made a lot of tacos. They were good. They Even were though so, you didn't get to they, really enjoy them. They were so good. <laughs> So I made boy guisado also, and I which is stew chicken, and I went to lift the the pot, the you know the lid off because I thought that I left it unlet unlet a little, you know. Nah, someone put it back on fully. So when I opened up the pot, the steam hit my arm and immediately, like, hurt so bad I wanted to vomit. I have broken my nose three times. I've broken three ribs. I've broken both hands, both wrists, both ankles, both feet. Um, 
I've had stress fractures in my knees, dislocated both of my shoulders. The list goes on and on and on and on. The worst pain I've ever felt in my life. I wanted to vomit because of how much pain. I went to the sunken place and was like, <laughs> sunken. sunken. I, I did not. I didn't. I wanted to cease to exist. It hurt that bad. I mean, mind searing pain. Yeah, Silver Dean uh, Cream. Who said that? Whoever said that, you're. Oh, John, of course. All right, so that's what happened to my wrist or my this bandage. That's what happened to my arm. To those that said, oh, snap, didn't know Pastor could sing. Pasta. No, pasta. Pa pasta. Pasta. Apostle Pasta. Jimmy could sing. The whole family can sing. Yes. The entire family. We are the Puerto Rican Von Trapp family. We all can sing. And Jackie said Sergeant Canales for the explanation point. Staff Sergeant Canales in the house. I'm here. Let me tell you what. <laughs> if you don't know, you now you know. Amen. So while I have you guys captive, I, I guess we've been live for 23 minutes. We worshiped for maybe 10. I don't know. Maybe. TikTok, what's going on? We love y'all. If you're on Facebook, what I need you to do is share, 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 share. Share this on your timeline multiple times throughout the stream. Share this in every single group that you're a part of. Even if the, you know, if you used to be a Satan worshiper and now you're not. And you're still part of some Satan groups. I don't care. Share it on there too. They love. They they need. They need to have the love of Jesus Christ too, because we're talking about demons and stuff. So they'll they'll like that. Um, if you're on YouTube, I need you to hit the gray thumb and turn it into a blue thumb and share this as well. Share the link. Copy the link and share it onto your uh, Facebook timeline. I don't know if you can do that on Instagram or not. Um, we're on Twitch also. I don't know the sharing mechanism for Twitch. I don't know the sharing mechanism for Discord yet. We just started that one too. TikTok, I don't know if you can share this or how you can do it, but uh, get get some more people on here. Text them and be like, yo, uh, Awakening Remnant Church hashtag at Jitney Can is on. Um, but yeah, share, share, share. Continue to be in the comments nonstop in between taking notes, please. We need that to happen tonight. Without further ado, Holy Spirit. We need you tonight. We invite you. You're the great teacher, the great encourager, the masterful instructor. So, Holy Spirit, I pray that as I give this word, that it would not land on hardened ground where the raven can come and take the seed of the word. But, Lord, may the, the ground of our hearts be tilled in such a way that we are able to receive the kingdom virtues that you have to deposit in us. We bless you. We praise you. We adore you. I decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus Christ, healing virtue into every single individual woman specific, uh, every single woman that is dealing with unnormal and irregular pains in their body. Every growth subside now in the name of Jesus Christ. I cancel the assignment and command the demon of ovarian cancer up and out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Find your exit out of the women of God. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to be up and out. You've been found out. Every single spirit of irregularity and barrenness be destroyed. Ah, 
Barrenness be destroyed right now in Jesus' name. There are several women watching this that have barrenness. In the name of Jesus Christ, I call you a fertile myrtle. I call you a fertile woman of God that you will bear the fruit. You, your womb will bear fruit. It will come in its time and it will come in its season. But your irregularities are being regulated now in Jesus' name. I speak to every single thyroid that is in jacked up, whacked up, divisive ways and legitimately rebelling against the people of God. I call forth an endocrine system upgrade now in Jesus name and every single individual that has either hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism or Hashimoto's or Graves disease canceled. Now I command it up and out now in Jesus name. I cancel its assignment. I see muscular dystrophy as well dystrophy of the muscles a deteriorating of muscles associated with COVID-19 I command it up and out now in the name of Jesus Christ and all lethargy out now in Jesus name I command it out of the people of God and I call for the healing virtue into every single person that is under the sound of my voice and to those that are having abnormally wild reactions to seasonal allergies like never before. It is demonic. We cancel this assignment now in Jesus' name. You shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. You will not wheeze in your night. You will not sneeze in the night. You will not feel like that, like your, your, your windpipe is being closed in. No anaphylaxis. We cancel its assignment now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, fill your temples with your glory right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, let this word that comes for today be a word that increases by kingdom multiplication in the lives of those that hear. To him who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. So, before we get into this, share this one more time immediately on your timelines. Share this immediately right now on your timelines. Continue to share this throughout. Go ahead and get your pen and paper. I have a bold statement to start this out with. I have some notes, as you can see. Um, let me undo this. Ugh. I have some notes. You see that? Can you see that? Which which one? No, I, I, can't, I can't see it. You can't see you can't no. see my notes. Yeah. What about now? Uh, I mean, I could try to, to zoom in. No. What about now? Can you see it? Uh, the, I, I I can see just a bunch of black. Things. Well, there, you there's, there's no. You can see that I I took some notes. So, okay, for those pasta. that don't know, right. for those that don't know, for three years, Holy Spirit didn't let me take notes. Well, I mean, you'd write like three words on the pa piece of paper, but if he'd allow me to, if he allowed, yeah, for yeah. This is legitimate notes. So I've not been able to do this in a while, and it's because uh, for those that don't know, you don't need to know. Amen. Get your pen and paper out. I'm going to start out with this statement. Deliverance is not just something you receive or something you do. It is the literal kingdom of God at work in a granular level, intimate, individual level that has a stronghold impact on the kingdom of darkness. I'm going to say that one more time because I know that y'all are like, Ugh. wait, say that one more time. Matter of fact, let me just do this. Go there. 
um, go here let's go to comments let's open it up boom and boom there you go pin that comment I'm gonna read it from the comments again deliverance is not just something you receive or something you do it is the literal kingdom of God at work in a granular intimate individual level that has a stronghold impact a stronghold impact not an a stronghold impact on the kingdom of darkness when we do deliverance JT people of God when we do deliverance it's not just something you do I believe uh, Jesus said himself that if I by the finger of God cast out a devil then surely the kingdom of God is at hand or has come all right so when you look at what kingdoms did and do they conquer and the way that they would conquer is village by village people group by people group stronghold by stronghold until you gain a tactical advantage and you begin to take over strategic villages strategic strongholds it may have seemed small some of the kingdoms of the past during especially during the middle uh, the, the medieval times certain strongholds in germany held immense amount of weight once britain came to conquer it when england came to conquer it little you know like frankfurt german germany didn't seem much i'm just using this as an example i'm not saying that this actually happened but say frankfurt germany was a small town at the time england rolls in hear ye hear ye i'm bishop blah 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 coming in the name of god and the queen and we're going to take over your town and then they realize that this small little town they took was actually the strategic hub for all of the logistics for for the German forces. And then what you thought was a small, minute people group actually ended up being the biggest stronghold. Hmm. So it's all about strategies, right? Deliverance is a bold statement from the kingdom of God to the kingdom of darkness. And this is what it states. It's stating that demonic destinies are being changed by winning hearts and minds, one individual at a time. You don't see revival happen as much as we ought to and like to because we keep it confined within the four walls of the church. While that may have worked before, I'm going to tell you this. We have done probably 50 plus deliverances this year, whether it's hands on in person or on Zoom. And the more that people get delivered, all wars are fought over ethnos, nations, people, groups, control. That's why wars are fought to gain a tactical advantage to hit surfaces and gaps of the enemy and to exploit their critical vulnerabilities in order to win hearts and minds for the stronger force to prevail, right? 
all of that fancy stuff to say like this. We don't see revival today because we don't believe in deliverance. And then if we do believe in deliverance, we make deliverance a product. Oh, I'm going in and I don't care whose feelings I hurt. Deliverance is not a product to be paid for. Rather, it's the it, it produces kingdom virtues in the people of God. There is a legitimate fruit that is associated with deliverance that that becomes a produce to the individual and to the kingdom of God at large. But we don't make deliverance a product to the individuals or to a specific people group. I will never charge for deliverance. Hey, JT, we will never charge for a class on deliverance. I said what I said, and I love everybody that does. But that's not proper kingdom economics if i by the finger of god just like jesus did cast out devils then that's good enough to show that the kingdom of god is at hand then i don't have to market it the moment you market deliverance the possibility for revival dies deliverance for hire never works longevity wise Writing books, absolutely. Write all the books you want. Yeah, do that. Charging people to learn how, not so much. Ch even charging people to conduct, that's not cool either. But when you do deliverance on the individual granular level to win the heart and the mind of that individual for the kingdom of God, you make someone, I've gone through everything. I'm still addicted to this. I'm still addicted to that. I don't know why I, they get to the edge of this thing that, you know, you have deliverances right here, but the threshold is called desperation. So they open up the door of desperation that actually on the other side is deliverance, right? So they're so desperate enough. You know what? Everything else failed. What do I got to lose? And I tell people this all the time. You've got a plethora of demons to lose. Let's get it. Let's, let's do this. Enough, there's nothing that makes me more excited in the kingdom of God than to be one that God uses to set the captives free. How am I going to entangle others then by charging to teach, instruct? And we don't believe in that. But we, we believe in winning hearts and minds, one individual at a time. And that is how you get revival. Because you never know, JT, uh, we may do deliverance on someone who may be the stronghold portal for the kingdom of darkness in this region. Yeah, even on on the flip side too. Well, maybe, maybe not in the flip side, but I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you never know who you're even witnessing to. I mean, there was, there was some old Sunday school lady teacher who witnessed to Billy Graham, for example. And like, she didn't charge him. She wasn't. Come on. And I mean, you look, this one individual changed a nation. I mean, so I just encourage everyone to in, like, invest in other people, to give of your time, mm -hmm. to be, give of that willing to be like, you know what? It's your time, Lord. You gave me this life. Thank you for this life, Lord. And I'm, I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to give you my time. I'm going to do what you told me to do. And I'm not going to try to make a profit on people for 
what you told me to do. I mean, sometimes, I mean, God can give business ideas, but when it comes to deliverance, yeah. It's you like, know, and it's funny that you say that because there's a lot of prophets that are profiting off the people of God, and that's the ways of Balaam. And, what, and, and an, another heavy, heavy weapon of warfare that we see continually is not just the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge, but also the gift of prophecy is heavily used when we do deliverance, at least in this house, in this very room. This is a studio slash deliverance room. I mean, Whitney and I, JT and Fran, we have rug burns from some of y'all's deliverance from this very room. Praise God. We love it. We love it. Deliverance is so much more than something that we do receive. It's, it's literally the kingdom of God at work, right? It's winning the hearts and minds at an individual, intimate, granular level. We are getting people from... Uh, ba- we got Baptists ask. We've got Catholics asking... We've had seven day Adventists ask. We've had Jehovah's Witness ask about do I have do I have to be a member of your church to to get deliverance? That answer is no. However, and I have here's the thing, too. There are people that will come having a form of godliness, but they have not denied his power because they believe in deliverance. Jesus was able to deliver by way of the power of Holy Spirit. The first person Jesus delivered was self-deliverance in the in uh, in the desert. He he rebuked the devil three times by giving him the word of God, saying it is written. You know, um, so I wanted to preface all of this with something that the Marine Corps, uh, the Marine Corps doctrine on warfare. The warfare doctrine, it's MCDP-1. It states that boldness does not mean we always take aggressive, immediate action. Uh, Boldness requires good situational awareness, strong nerves, and craftiness. Boldness involves taking risks. In today's day and age, I don't know what's what's more risky than to do deliverance. When people... And then, if you do do deliverance... People make it into this charismatic mysticism or they make it, you know, like like uh, deliverance light. Like it's like Coors Light deliverance, like you're, you're basically drinking seltzered water d- deliverance. The alcohol content of deliverance is itty bitty. So it's it's diluted is what I'm saying. But. You have to take risks. It goes on to say, when we decide upon a course of action, boldness demands that we execute it violently. The word says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent man take it by force. So violence of action is necessary in gaining the tactical advantage of the enemy and obtaining victory. What would you all say if I said that total deliverance is obtainable? What would you say? Show me how. <laughs> show, show me. Pasta, show me. Right? Show me how. Show me how. Total deliverance is obtainable, but not only is it obtainable. If something is obtainable, then it also is sustainable. Mm-hmm. In martial arts, at least the way that I teach it and I train it, is you can obtain a black belt. 
or you can obtain a black project in Muay Thai, which is the armband. You can obtain, you can do the work all the way up to obtaining it. But if you don't sustain it, you will lose your expertise in Muay Thai. You will forget what it's like to gain the tactical advantage. You will forget what it's like to hit surfaces and gaps. You will forget what it's like to be punched in the face and to deliver a punch in the face. These are different things you will miss because while you obtain it, you did not sustain it. Sustain it. Sustainment is far more important than obtaining. The moment that we all received deliverance, we obtained these kingdom virtues. Now we have to sustain these kingdom virtues. We're going to go uh, to 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. These are kingdom virtues and keys to keeping our deliverance. I'm sorry, uh, 2, 2 Peter chapter 1 rather. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 1. And I'm going to start from verse 3. Actually, I'll just start from verse 2. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Verse 3. By his divine power. Let me see. Oh, yeah. I Whitney just sent me this. I don't know if anybody can see this. This is what my arm looks like. Can you see that? No. Come grab my phone and put it in front of the. Just so everybody can see what my arm. We're in Second Peter chapter one. Verse three. Anyways, well, we'll do it later. Are you going to do it right now? Okay. Can you see that? Can y'all see that? Is it grody? Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> that is what happened to... That's my arm. Yep. It's hideous. I know. It looks hideous. Anyways. Back to the keys. Verse 3. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. In the New American Standard Bible, which I'm going to read from because it, it sounds better. Seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. That's the way that we all have learned that scripture. He has given us everything to obtain, uh, to live a life of godliness. We have received all this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. Verse 4, and because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that are in, that enable you to share in the divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires, also known as la 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 lust. Where's Whitney at? 
Whitney's not here. She knows what that is. It's funny. It's, that's old Kevin on stage. That's a church of laugh. But again, these are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires, also known as lust. Verse 5, where are we at? So devote yourselves to lavishly supplementing your faith with goodness. These are faith's latter of virtues. These are the virtues right here. Faith is the door that opens up to the key. Is Faith is the keys, plural, of the virtues of the kingdom of God. So number one, your faith has to be supplemented with goodness. And to goodness, add understanding. And to understanding, add strength of self-control. And to self-control, add patient endurance. Now I'm going to switch to new, uh, no, new American Standard. I'm going to read number five again in New American Standard because I didn't like how that, that scripture was going. Starting at verse four. For by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Now for this reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence, which is dunamis. And in your moral excellence, knowledge. And in your knowledge, self-control. In your self-control, perseverance. And in your perseverance, godliness. And in your godliness, brotherly kindness. And in your brotherly kindness, love. Here we go. Because a lot of people say, oh, well, I don't know if we can have full deliverance. We'll continue to, to, to fight. And that, I don't know. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted. How many of you, jokers, have gone into a deliverance or receive a deliverance and no sooner than you're out of the deliverance, you're immediately thinking... When's the next time that I'm going to be tempted? When's the, last, uh, when's the next time I'm going to be attacked? Pasta. Right? Oh, I, I'm just... Stop being short-sighted. How many of you have seen this in the scripture before? I know I've read it, but completely overlooked it. These qualities are yours and are increasing. Hmm. They render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is so powerful because a lot of people feel useless in the kingdom of God because they are not being used in the auxiliaries that they think they should be being used in. Wow. You may not be called to a five-fold ministry gift, JT. But last time I checked, Mark 16, 17 says, These signs will follow those that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. It's the first thing we're supposed to do. Every single individual should and could 
cast out devils. You won't feel useless by doing deliverance. We go off of this principle in our ministry. You'll, you'll be delivered, you'll see a deliverance, and then you'll do a deliverance. You'll conduct a deliverance. And you'll be supervised in a deliverance. And then after that, you're going to be the one doing deliverance. It works. Verse 9, for he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. You going to say something? I'm going to read that again. He who lacks these qualities is blind and short-sighted. How many of you have overlooked these qualities? Wrong way. How many of you have look, overlooked these qualities have found yourself short-sighted, not just in your own deliverance, but, but being able to have brotherly love living within you and seeing those that you hate actually get delivered. And because of that, you've forgotten your own purification. I can't tell you how many people I see right now that actually do conduct deliverance, and they've clearly forgotten what it's like to be delivered. I mean, clearly forgotten last tuesday night we did deliverance mass deliverance on the spirit of procrastination you could ask jt as soon as we got off camera i'm all i'm all burping sneezing coughing all this other stuff and while i was on why i was getting delivered for procrastination the same as y'all was getting delivered from procrastination but this is the problem with the kingdom of god and kingdom leaders they are afraid people are afraid to remember that they are sheep too. We all are sheep. Yes, there are fivefold ministry gifts that lead the church, that build the church, that instruct, that train, that are ex exhort, uplift, encourage, send out all that. Yep, I agree 100%. However, we as well need deliverance. And the mark of deliverance being in someone is the mark of humility in their life. I haven't forgotten. Uh, Whitney has rug burns for my deliverance because she's the one that conducted deliverance on me. Back in 2016, one of the biggest deliverance uh, uh, sessions I've ever had, Whitney just flat out was saying, Jimmy, this is what the Lord has shown me concerning you. Boom, 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 boom. And I looked at her and I said, well, then get it out. I was desperate. Then get it out. Why are you going to let it stay in here? Get it out. I don't want it. Ensued. I don't know how long, but ensued deliverance. And here I stand before you, a delivered man. Guess what? Still needing deliverance. Why? I haven't been perfected in these virtues. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I am. We need to get beyond ourselves and get to the point of vulnerability with the one true God. We need to get to an intimate level with Holy Spirit, with Jesus Christ, with Abba Father, and say, look, I need you to perfect me in these things. It's interesting that Paul is, or Peter is saying these things to the church as instruction. He's basically saying, stop smelling yourself. Because I wish I would have brought this in. You know, I'll pull it up on bible browser on here because the way that it shows me in bible browser is just so powerful concerning this scripture 
Uh, there we go. If you go to BibleBrowser.com, this is just a, a, a side note. If you go to BibleBrowser.com, I'm telling you right now, it's one of the greatest resources for studying the Word of God because it's free. It has every single, um, what do you call it? Why did it do that? Come on. It has every single, uh, what do you call it? Um, concordance, thesaurus, I mean, you name it. It has everything that you would want to look at. So I usually read from the New American Standard Bible Strong's version. Where's that at? I have no idea why it's not letting me do that. There it goes. Okay, there we go. New American Standard Bible. There we go. Okay, so let me read this. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. So we read up to verse 9. So I'll read it again. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Therefore, brethren, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. For as long as you practice these things, I'm about to run and have a knip. As long as you, as you practice these things, what things? Let's go back. Applying diligence in your faith to supply moral excellence, in your moral excellence, knowledge, in knowledge, self-control, in self-control, perseverance, and perseverance, godliness, and godliness, brotherly kindness, and in brotherly kindness, love. Okay? Because if you practice those things, you will never stumble. You will never stumble. It says it right here. Therefore, brethren, be all the more diligent that, to make certain about his calling and choosing you. This identity issue is not about you. The identity crisis you have is identity Christ is. It says it right here. Be more diligent to make certain about his calling, not yours. But his choosing of you to use you. For as long as you practice these things, you put it into practice. You will not stumble. For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and, Je uh, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be abundantly supplied to you. Therefore, I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them and have been established in truth, which is present with you. I consider it right. What does he consider right? He considers it right to continually remind people to be perfected in these virtues. Peter is saying, I appreciate you've been delivered. You've been healed. You've been set free. You've given your life to the Lord. Make sure that you know what his calling was here on earth and make your election known by saying, hey, he chose me. And in doing that, you're not going to stumble. But then he goes on to say, but I have to remind you. 
If I see you crossing the line, I'm going to check you. If I see you living outside of these virtues of keeping your deliverance, you obtain deliverance, but if you're not sustaining the deliverance, I'm going to check you. That's what he's saying. He said, I consider it right as long as I am in this earthly dwelling to stir you up by way of reminder. I love this word to stir. It means to arouse completely, to to shake out of slumber. That's what it meant. Hashtag woke. It says woke. It legitimately says woke right here. It says it right here. Woke. Woke. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> to wake wow. fully. Arouse. Come on. Right? But y'all don't want to be stirred. Y'all like to be shaken a little. Y'all, y'all over here, Martini, James, James Bond, Martini, shaken, not stirred. I'd much rather be stirred up than to be shaken a little. Because a little cool breeze in the heat of 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 summer will 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 make you shake a little. Ooh, that was a little chill. Did you feel that chill? But if I'm stirred, that talks internally. You can shake something externally. That's cool. But if I stir it inside, if I shake it, there's sugar on the bottom. If I shake this of JC's fine brew, if I shake it, it's not going to do any good compared to if I get a spoon and I stir the sugar inside. I am agitating or aggravating the sugar that is laid on the bottom to stir it up, mm. to get it back in the mix. I'm sustaining the, the sugar and the milk in my coffee so that I, I can obtain the coffee high with the sugar. Knowing that the laying aside of my earthly dwelling is imminent as also our Lord Jesus has made it clear to me. And I will also be diligent that at any time after my departure, you will be able to call these things to mind. For we did not follow clever devices, devised tales when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses to his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, such an utterance as this was made to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. And we ourselves heard these utter, uh, this utterance made from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. So we have the prophetic word made sure to which you do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning stars arises in your hearts. I'm not going to get into that right now. I'm not going to get into that right now. But I will say this, the keys to obtaining and sustaining total deliverance are as follows and write them down. Number one, applying all diligence. Applying all diligence, which means enthusiasm, earnestness speed to make haste 
full effort by making haste top priority. Most importantly, swiftness. That's what it means. So the first one is apply all diligence. Don't procrastinate. The moment you get deliverance, you begin to apply all diligence. What is diligence? Again, it is speed, speed, violence of action. Violence of action. It's violence of action when we're casting devils out. And guess what? It's going to be violence of action to sustain it. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But I will take violence of action against the spirits and the rules and the principalities. Why? Because I don't know about you, but I'm personally tired of seeing the same people go through the same thing and seeing the same results. That's legitimately the spirit of insanity. Number two, in your faith, supply moral excellence. Supply moral excellence. Let me see here real quick. I'm going to go to the Amplify Classic to see what it says about that moral excellence. For this reason, adding your diligence to divine promises, employ every effort in exercising your faith to develop virtue, which is excellence, resolution, and Christian energy. I love that. Christian energy. Again, so number two is in your faith supply moral excellence. Moral excellence is Christian energy. Number three, in exercising your virtue, develop heavenly knowledge or intelligence godly intelligence so this is number four right that we're going on number four hey take a sip yep yep In your knowledge, self-control. So you have to build self-control. Yep, take a sip. Number five. In your self-control, develop steadfastness or patience, endurance. Number six, in your exercising of steadfastness, which obvious to exercise means you're doing something, time under tension. Go back and watch last week's Bible study. You're going to develop godliness. Godliness, number seven, you're going to develop brotherly affection. 
and from brotherly affection, you're going to develop love. And you could do that all in reverse. But you have to be purposeful with violence of action. You have to be purposeful to sustain the transformation. That is the biggest, biggest thing. You have to sustain the transformation. Write that in the comments. To keep my deliverance, I must sustain the transformation. How do I sustain the transformation? By the renewing of your mind. How do I renew my mind? By the washing of the word. What does that mean? I'm glad you asked. Read your Bible. Have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit and Abba Father. Don't be afraid to pray in the Spirit. Don't be afraid to ask for more wisdom. Don't be afraid to ask for more revelation. When the Lord speaks to you, you will know it. Obedience commands the blessing. Sustain the transformation. It's not hard, people of God. I'm telling you this from legitimate experience. It legitimately is not hard to sustain the transformation. If you take these simple principles found in 2 Peter chapter 1, then 2 Peter chapter 2 will be easier to identify. You cannot see what someone else is going through or be able to discern a false prophecy or a false prophet if you cannot sustain the transformation of deliverance that you're going through. Because the biggest thing that I see the church needing deliverance from right now, JT, is the spirit of offense. Offended for everything. You sneeze wrong. And, oh, they sneezed my way. Do they not care about what's going on with COVID? And I mean, y'all may laugh about this, but there are people that are offended for some dumb stuff right now. It's like, bro, can you please get a life? Because why, why in the world be offended over something so small? And here's the thing. Offense, offense is far from me because I love the word of God. I love his word. His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. His word is not a lamp unto me for your feet and a light unto me for your path. It is, again, deliverance is what? It is intimate at a granular individual level, winning the heart and mind of that individual. It's legitimately Holy Spirit coming down and routing out the demonic in order to bring a personal revelation of Jesus Christ to that individual and the filling and the building of the image of Jesus Christ. You want to say something? There's that, that verse, like, he who, who is forgiven of much loves much. And, I mean, kind of taking it from a perspective of deliverance, too, when we're, when the Lord takes from us, like, gets rid of the, st the bad stuff inside of us, I mean, it, it should bring us to a place of, of love. It should, like, when we experience the redemption of Jesus Christ, it should bring us to a place where it, 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 
it brings up this gratitude, which also leads us to honor the the transitioning to honor. Oh, you're saying the H word that a lot of people don't know that one. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah. Because there's a poor. Oh. But why'd you do that? Why'd you have to say the H word? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pastor. We're gonna talk about this right now. You know what? I, I'm click uh, Holy Spirit, what do you want? What do you want us to do right now? What do you want us to do right now? Do you do you just want us to to talk about the sustained transformation? What do you want us to do? Okay. Honor. I'm gonna I'm gonna let's let's look up what honor is, real quick. Just look up the definition of honor. Honor is high respect and great esteem. Adherence to what is right or to a conventional standard of conduct. That's as a noun. In the verb form, it is regard with great respect or to fulfill or keep an agreement. Are you all ready for this? Honor is obedience it's homage to the to the lord to the one true god it's reverence it's esteem shown to another it's to apply recognition of one's right to great respect or an expression of such recognition it legitimately means to add to the character and countenance of another. Yeah. So what happens when we just want deliverance for relief? Ooh, self-gratifying. So that's the opposite of honor then. It's I mean, dishonorable. I want deliverance just to go. And th I'm telling you, as we did deliverance on one individual. She came in here. And I've asked several people this. I'm like, uh, are you are you a practicing witch? Yes or no? Well, no. Why why would you ask me that? There's reasons why I ask that. But her whole purpose of coming in here for that deliverance was just to say, well, I I went through deliverance. See. And it's like. You you legitimately dishonored so many things, including yourself. But most importantly, you dishonored the kingdom act of deliverance through Holy Spirit and the time allocation that the individuals partook of to prepare for that deliverance. So there's a lot of times that people want deliverance and they have no idea what they're asking for. They just want to go through deliverance because it's the cool thing to do. And it's like you don't understand what is all entailed in deliverance. There's people that I will say you're not ready for deliverance. And the reason why they're not ready for deliverance is because I'm not going to work harder for your deliverance than you do. Mm -hmm. Deliverance is derived of desperation to see the demonic routed out. Amen. And then I, on the other side of it, once people do get deliverance, and I've seen this, they'll be good for a couple of hours. And because they do not sustain the transformation, they don't go in and look to obtain and, and sustain full deliverance by seeking God of these virtues of heaven. The keys of virtue uh, that gets us back into, uh, you know, divine, uh, you know, the, the divine nature 
because that's the whole thing we want to get back to the original intent we want to get back to our legitimate divine nature in jesus christ they don't do that so no later than two hours after receiving deliverance they're already having negative thoughts and abiding and abiding in the vine of negative thoughts and since they're abiding in the vine of negative thoughts they've just watered the planted seed of negativity mm. and no sooner than that has happened because it was already pulled out we asked holy spirit to fill but if they did not rend their heart instead of their garments like in joel chapter 2 if they didn't render their heart if they didn't tear their heart instead of tearing their garments they tore they they tore their psychology they didn't tear their heart mm. And so since they just tore their psychology or, or, oh, well, everybody else is going through deliverance. And now I can say, see, I went through deliverance or see, I'm helping in deliverance now, man, go pound sand. No sooner than you get out of deliverance, then that seed of negativity has taken in the spot where the tree of negativity used to bear a lot of fruit in your life. No sooner that you get down into the parking lot and you're driving off, you're already cussing someone out. Because you didn't allow the seed of righteousness. The righteous seed of Jesse. Jesus Christ to be built up where the demonic was just routed out. And in doing that, you dishonor. You dishonor. So. I really don't have anything else for tonight. It's uh, seven. What what time is it? It's seven fourteen. People of God, and we are we're done for tonight. We're done for tonight. I did have a lot more stuff that I wanted to go over, but I think that's good for right now. I want to challenge everybody to please do a few things. I want you to really spend time purposed in between now and Sunday. In worship like for real in worship spend time in worship spend time in your word reading the scriptures spend time praying in the spirit purposed time when you go in this is what I want to challenge everybody as well spend one hour of your day non-stop praying in the spirit purposed Set apart time, one hour, praying the Spirit, and see what God will do. See what God will do. And then I also want you to study Second Peter chapter two. We'll go from, we'll say from uh, verse one to verse fourteen, with emphasis in between verse five, I think. Yep. With emphasis of verse 5 through 12. And really draw out by way of Holy Spirit. Ask Holy Spirit to give you divine counsel so that you can get back to the divine order.
so that divine power can operate in your life. We are not powerless people. We watched that movie in the Heights. Oh, my goodness. Made me cry because it's the first. It's a musical, but it's a movie. I was invited over for movie night. Like what? No, no. <laughs> it was for Lily's Quinceanera. It was so powerful because to Happy see birthday. my people portrayed void of demonic stereotype, the, the, pr- mm. the propagated stereotypes. But just to see that it was powerful. And one of the, the one of the songs at the end was called powerless. We are powerless. We are not a powerless people. Derek Prince used to tell people once they were done being delivered, he said, stay plugged into the source. Holy Spirit is the source. He is the source. Stay plugged in. Stay plugged in. It is not difficult to do it. Half of you spend half of your day, if not more. I don't know if I can pray for in the spirit for one hour. Are you kidding me? You've scrolled on Facebook for four hours. And next thing you're like, oh, man. Well, you're like, oh, well, let me go check my notifications. Next thing you know, four hours later. You're like, oh, crap. I just scrolled for four hours or on TikTok or on Instagram or on YouTube, whatever it is. If you can, if you can be in front of this screen for an hour or in front of one of these for an hour, or you're in front of your TV for an hour, don't tell me that you can't be in the face of God. Uh, you're in front of a tell a vision, a median for propaganda. Tell a vision. You, you're going to get in the face of a warlock, basically. But you can't get in the face of God for one hour just to pray in the spirit. If I told you that your body could be regenerated by you praying in the spirit for one hour, would you do it? Would you, would you pray in the spirit for one hour if I told you that your debts could be canceled if you prayed purposely in the spirit for one hour? Would you do it? You know, uh, Sunday, it was prophesied that the, we're entering into a time of Jubilee. Jubilee was known. It is known. This is where uh, the credit system gets the seven-year thing before things drop off. It's from the times of Jubilee. In the Old Testament and even until now, what Jubilee is, it happens every seven years. And what it is, it is this time, it's a festival, it's a harvest, and it's debt cancellation. And you get to start off fresh and new. You look at back at what God has brought you through on you know lessons learned, and you move forward in newness with debts canceled. We got home. I had a letter from the mail or in the mail that I I got in the mailbox on Friday but didn't open it until Sunday after church. You know what it said? Canceled debt paid in full. From my mortgage that we paid off two years ago. But of all the days to come in, it came in on Friday. And for all the days for us to open it up, we opened it on Sunday after service. We are in a time of debt cancellation. I said all that to say, if I told you 
that spending two hours, one hour of praying in the spirit would bring salvation to your family. Would you do it? Would bring healing to your body. Would you do it? Would reverse and cancel debts and poverty on, on your behalf and your family's behalf. Would you do it? God, I'm tired of, of working for someone else to become rich, but you won't spend time. You'll spend 40 hours plus making someone else rich, but you won't make your spirit rich by praying in the spirit for even one hour to get a heavenly download of a witty idea because the word of God says that he has given us the wisdom to obtain wealth, but you won't pray in the spirit for one hour. Lord, I really need deliverance from negativity and from cursing. I just cuss. I mean, I, I can cuss like a sailor or a marine. I, I, I'll cuss this person out and that person out. But you ain't praying in the spirit for one hour to see what God does to your heart, mind, soul. And fix your tongue. Pray in the spirit. When's the last time you fasted? Oh, God, I need to know what my calling is and what my anointing is. Last time I checked in Acts chapter 13, the prophets were together. JT, the prophets were together and they were praying and fasting. Uh, I'm not hearing from Holy Spirit. Oh, God, why am I not hearing from Holy Spirit? Well, well what's my calling? What's my calling? It says, and as the prophets gathered with Saul and Silas in prayer and fasting and ministering unto the Lord. Holy Spirit spoke to the prophets saying, set apart for me, Paul, for I have called him as an apostle. You don't know what your calling is. You don't hear from Holy Spirit because you don't fast and pray. You don't pray and fast. But you expect, I mean, like, what, what is this? It's carnal Christianity. That's what it is. It's McDonald's right now. I, I need to have it my way. My way right here, right now. And it better be hot fries and a Big Mac with extra secret sauce. Right now. I need it now. That's not the kingdom. Y'all want a filet mignon in, 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 in Revelation from the, from Holy Spirit with a jack in the box budget y'all are by y'all are y'all are spending the dollar menu amount of time at a Ruth's Chris desire of revelation from Holy Spirit get over your unsanctified self get in the word of God get delivered and stay your tail delivered it is legitimately not hard. Full deliverance is obtainable and sustainable. Yeah, I've got portions of me that need to be delivered still. I absolutely do. I started this broadcast of this live stream off by saying, you know what? Uh, my give a darn is really broken today. I've been, I've been on one today. Everybody on the West Coast knows what that means. I, man, I've been on one today. And you know what? Lord Jesus Christ helped me. But uh, the wisdom has been flowing. The understanding has been flowing. The witty ideas have been flowing. The heavenly intelligence has been flowing. The faith has been flowing. The brotherly love has been flowing. 
The perseverance has been flowing. That self-control I've been really dealing with today, but I'm working on it. You can obtain and sustain. The way that you obtain full deliverance is to sustain the transformation. Y'all, we need to sustain this transformation. It's a-okay. It is going to be all right. Sustain that transformation. Write that in the comments right now. Sustain the transformation. And in the sustaining of the transformation, remember I said that there needs to be a violence of action, right? So the violence of action looks like this in sustaining the transformation. Are you willing to pay the price to keep and preserve the covenant known as peace unto God in your life? Are you willing to put all else aside and to put all else asunder in order for you to keep and sustain the transformation? I, I say that I've been saying this so much lately. I'm like, God, peace that you know this whole thing of oh peace you know peace is priceless no it's not peace costs it, it costs a lot but good god almighty i am so willing to pay that price on a regular but look at you 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 already you just threw that out. you knew what i was gonna say i am willing to pay the price for my peace every single day because my peace means that I will have a clear conscience. And if I have a, cl a clear conscience, then I know it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And it's not just the anointing that breaks the yoke on my life. The anointing of God on my life isn't just for me. It is to break and destroy the yoke on your life. So as long as I sustain the transformation, as long as I am willing to pay the price for my peace, as long as I am willing to... Uh, um, have the anointing to break the yoke on my life and others it will bring forth this residual and reciprocal thing of obedience in my life and the more that i obey god the more that blessings will come to you get to the point people of god where you are willing to say to this individual and this relationship and this circumstance i gotta put you to the side for as long as Holy Spirit tells me to. Because I have to sustain the transformation. I have to keep my deliverance. That doesn't mean you're a jerk. That means you have a boundary now. Praise God. And when people encroach it, you check them and say, no, no, no. I'm sustaining the transformation. I'm going to keep my peace. I'm going to pay that price sometimes. And today for me to keep my peace today, I was king petty. It was the price I had to pay. But in the end, it really worked out. I mean, it, it, baby, am I lying? It worked out today. My pettiness worked out today. Sometimes my petty, I just keep it like, like right next to my gun, next to my concealed carry. Because you don't know if I'm going to pull my gun out or I'm going to pull my petty out. It's either the pistol or the petty. And today, the petty came out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to pull it up. <laughs> I don't know. Whitney would get really mad. I know. <laughs> Whitney would get really mad. But the petty... The, and the reason why I'm saying that is because you have... Sometimes people will be like, oh, you're just being so petty. No, I'm not. I'm being peaceable. Peace to me looks different. 
I'm just paying the price. I'm, I'm getting the wallet of peace out. And I'm, I'm just going to pay the price. I'm paying the price for my peace. That's it. Because if I can stay within peace in me and in covenant and reconciliation unto the heart of the Father, I will be better off for other people. I cannot be at 50% or less and then expect to give out 100% to others. So I have to preserve my peace. I have to sustain the transformation. I have to have a violence of action against the enemy. I have to be honest and real. I have to know how to have self-control. I have to know how to persevere. I have to know how to be built up in my most holy faith. I have to know what it, li- what it is to, to um, operate in and to display brotherly love. Brotherly kindness that then goes into agape, love, preferred love. I have to remember, this is a portion that will keep everybody's mouth shut real quick. Think of the nastiest, dirtiest, most vile thing you've ever done. And when you're dealing with someone that's getting on your daggone last nerve and you want to see nothing more than them be cast into the lake of fire, think about what you did. Think about what you did. Think about how vile you are. Think about how God has forgiven you. Think about how you should have been on that cross instead of him. We deserve that cross. He did not. Think about that. I'm telling you what. Uh, hell, if hell has a steam burn in there, I don't want to go. It's worse. Me neither. It's worse. Sustain the transformation. If this word was a blessing to you, let us know. Let us know by partnering with us. Send us an email, info at woke remnant. Say, you know what? That word really blessed me. I want to partner with you all. What does partnership look like? You could pray. You share these broadcasts. Go back and look at all of our content. That's how you can partner with us. Get the word out. We're, we're, not, we're not here for hire. We're here to lift him higher, okay? To see Jesus lifted high. We're here to see people transformed. We're here to not just see people transformed, but we're also here to help people sustain the transformation. That's what's been missing and lacking in the body of Christ is sustaining the transformation. I mean, if you are unwilling to sustain, I'll use working out as an example. I've not really worked out since we've lived in Plattsburgh, New York, because we've been busy with business and that's even a huge excuse. You make time for what matters, but, um, I'm, I'm at, I'm at this level now of really wanting to work out because I need to get back into it and I need to transform my body and my energy levels. And then when I get my body and my energy levels where I've desired or where they're supposed to be, then I have to sustain that transformation, which means I can't eat junk food, which means I can't stay up at all ends of the night, which means I have to be very wise and careful of what I'm consuming Mm -hmm. liquid wise Mm -hmm. and solid wise. I garbage in garbage out and it's the same thing spiritually speaking a lot of you've got a bunch of garbage coming in and you're opening up all these doors to uh, the demonic 
and you're not able to sustain the transformation because you're continually becoming a Decepticon. Come on, man. A Decepticon? A Decepticon. A Decepticon. What's that? Transformers, robots oh, in disguise. Man, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Josh. We no, Jesus. We need to be primes. Not, oh, see, see, now he's using all the references. I don't uh, yep. We need to be Come primes. On, keep using the prime. Yep. We don't need to be prime. no Decepticons. No Decepticons. Whatever that means, but I agree. Your job tonight is to go home and watch Transformers. Pasta. <laughs> with Shia LaBeouf. You want to start with the first one and go to like the fourth or fifth, whatever it is. Anyways, we have to sustain the transformation. If you get garbage in, it's going to be garbage coming out. You'll become lethargic. You'll become lazy. You'll procrastinate. All that stuff will happen. Enough is enough, says the Lord. Let's make a vow. Let's make a vow and let's hold each other accountable and actually over the let's see what's today the 15th today's the 15th let's do a challenge let's just do an impromptu challenge we've got huh, we got 15 days left in this day, in this month let's do a 15 day challenge starting tomorrow if you're willing once a day post on facebook the sustain the transformation challenge and seek holy spirit tonight on what one area you are going to change and sustain the transformation in, whether it's diet related. I, I, what I'd rather it be is I'm going to pray in the spirit one hour a day, not building up to you're going to start with praying in the spirit one hour a day starting tomorrow. And it's the sustain the transformation challenge. I'm going to pray in the spirit for one hour straight. Nobody bother me. I'm setting everything aside. And you can take a picture of you after. I just got done sustaining the with my sustain the transformation challenge. Who's with me? I'm down. You doing it, Josh? You don't have to. But I'm going to do it. TikTok, y'all going to do it? Did we have anybody on TikTok tonight? I'm sure we did. Yeah. All right. Well, I love you all so much. God bless you.